You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. If you guys listened last week, it it was awesome. It probably was awesome. It was. It's by the time I'm recording this episode, it has. I haven't recorded it, or even haven't made it yet. But by the time this comes out and you're hearing this, one, the 100th episode is going to be made, and I'm pretty sure you guys are going to love it. Um, but today I am back again with the most, with the highest played video, the highest, like the guest I had in my podcast that's the highest played on on the Cyber Time by YouTube channel right now, which is pretty awesome because I like this person. I like this person a lot because this person is really awesome and does and loves loves what she loves and she will never stop loving it for no matter what. Um I am back again with Kira the Hedgehog once again. Hey guys. <laughs> that was very sweet of you. Thank you. As always, it's an honor to be on the show. It's awesome. I mean, like you're you're not <laughs> what 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 is your number count again? I just want to make sure to get this right so I don't. So I um. I should have done this beforehand, but <laughs> I, I just want to get the number statistic right so I could be like, yeah, that. Um, eighty eight views. You're done. Yeah, that's pretty good. You're no, it's you and then Sarah Samara and then a video and then like the theme for my cosplay group. That's a air quote. And and then my second live event, and then Yukio Kenzi at 12. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, we all start somewhere, and those are, pre- those are pretty good. Yeah. Have you, have you listened to my uh, second most popular video? <laughs> um, yeah, I actually listened to a little bit of, um, is it Sailor Samara or something like that? Yes, I it, listened to uh, a little bit of theirs, actually. Yeah, she's a YouTuber just like you are. <laughs> <laughs> she's ultra cute, so that was a really good episode. Yeah, I um, I was like, because cause, you know, I'm a Sailor Moon fan myself. I grew up on the anime. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, I didn't know that until I watched that episode where you guys were talking about Sailor Moon. I had no idea you were a fan. Oh, jeez. Are you, do you, are you saying that you're a huge fan? You and you and you just know how to how to make me tick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not that into Sailor Moon, really. Like, I my my best friend grew up on it. A lot of my best friends grew up on it, but I've never been a big. I've never really gone into it, and I've tried to get into the manga. I've tried to get into the show, and I've probably seen fifty episodes of the anime. But I feel like I know nothing about it compared to other fans, you know. <laughs> I heard no. The thing is that I haven't watched the show in forever myself. But like, but like I I I I remember here's and there's, but I can't tell you a full episode. Yeah, no, I, I'm the same way. Like I could name all the characters, but I can't really like tell you a storyline for the show necessarily. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, like I. I've been off the bandwagon just as long as you have. So like I I'm a fan of it. I love it. I grew up on it, but there's but I can't say that that it was um 
No, the feedback's not a problem. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Behind the scenes stuff, everybody. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, but no, I mean, like, Sailor Moon is, um, Sailor Moon is, you know, an awesome show, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be because people are super into it. And, you know, my my first Magical Girl show that I got into as a kid, when, when everyone was into Sailor Moon, like, I was super into Tokyo Mew Mew. Um, it aired on Foxbox, like, along with Sonic X and Shaman King and all these other really cool shows. But really early in the morning, uh, I don't know why I was more into that one. I think I was into more of, like, the science of that one versus Sailor Moon. But I never, I could never find Sailor Moon on TV growing up, I guess. So maybe that's why I'm not as big of a fan of it. Wait, uh, like, like, why is it? No, it could be called like, like, they took you, you, you. No, that is the perfect example of how Tokyo Mew Mew should be pronounced from now on. It's, it's very much moe cutesy, just like that. There, there goes, here comes all the up of the fans from Homestuck. Oh my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> like like they all like they all come they all come around and start pouncing on the on the on the person who pronounced it that way. <laughs> you know, I don't know one thing about Homestuck, so I would not know. <laughs> oh man, you don't you never read Homestuck before? No, you know, I it's not my thing. Like webcomics are really not my thing. So, you know, I feel like way back in, like, t- 2012, like, it was really getting big. And I saw all the cosplayers at cons, and I would ask people what it was about, and they would have trouble explaining it, or maybe I just didn't know how to process the information. But I think I gave it a, a few pages to try, and maybe it just wasn't for me. But again, that's like me with all webcomics. I just can't seem to get into webcomics no matter what. Which is weird, because because anime that that are adaptations of web comics, I've really enjoyed. But yeah, other web comics, maybe it's just not for me. Yeah, because there because there's um there's there's that way you know the way that you go to mspaintadventures.com and you can just click for every single page like what I'm trying to do. <laughs> but but there's also but I heard there's also like videos where people where it's read to you, so you don't have to do it that way. And you know, that might be something for me. I love audiobooks and podcasts kind of things, so maybe that would do it. Yeah, well, speaking of podcasts, but let me finish what I was gonna say then I wanted to talk I wanted to talk about something about podcasts, but um but then but then there's the actual physical books. I don't know if they sell them in Japan, but it's a they actually have physical homestuck books now. Really? Yeah, maybe not in Japan. You know, I don't I don't even know if homestuck's big here. I couldn't tell you. But I didn't know they had the. That, that makes sense. They'd have the physical ones because I'm sure they print money, basically. There, yeah. They. I mean, I have the first four books. There's more, but I only have the first four. <laughs> but um, yeah. But I want to talk. But what I want to talk about about the podcast thing is that the last time we talked, which was a year ago, we mm, yeah. You you start you you yourself started up your own podcast and it was a female empowered Sonic podcast or panel kind of podcast or something. It only had one episode. What happened? Yeah. So it was, um, it was an anime and manga and like gaming and Japanese culture podcast. And like, this happens every time. Oh man. It's like the, 
the the death of me is going to be my the podcast that I try to make. So me and my my best friends, we tried to make a podcast and um trouble with like the vibe of like how our show was supposed to go and there was just like t- time commitments just weren't there, but I, you know, it's funny you mention it because I've been talking to, th- by the way, the same friends that are that were in the podcast before. I think that our lives are a little bit more stable now. Well, of course, this whole coronavirus thing doesn't help. But I think all of our lives are a bit more stable now to where we could commit to something like that. Because that's the hard thing is like with podcasts with like the same co-hosts every week. Like that's so much commitment and it takes a lot of like time scheduling. But I think... You know, that's why it's so funny you mentioned it, because I've been talking about trying to get it back up again. I don't know if I'm going to call it the same thing, but I I am thinking about restarting that podcast. But that's the second anime podcast I've tried to do, and I only managed to get one episode out. So, we'll see. I hope it can be a thing. I really want to do a podcast really badly. I'm glad. I hope you enjoyed the show, or if you watched it or whatever. But, yeah, I'm hoping to get back into that. I did because I think you remember. I think you, I remember you telling me like it's because of cyber. I'm not. I'm not saying this was the reason. This is what I think I remember you telling me is that is that because of cyber time bite because of the what we the episode that we did it kind of inspired yeah. you to do a podcast. It it sure did. Yeah, it did for real. Um, because let's see. I, back in the day, I used to be on a podcast called Ultimate Gamers Podcast, and I had a pretty good viewing it used to be on my friend jack the bombs channel and um you know she has ten thousand subscribers on youtube so it got pretty good traction but that was so back in the day and that was pretty regular um but i hadn't done well and then i did gossip with the gamers on my own video game channel and that went pretty well and Ever since then, I hadn't really done any podcast stuff until I came on your show on Cyber Time Bite. And I was like, you know, I miss this kind of stuff. I miss talking with people and having it being recorded. And, like, lately I've been li- listening to a lot more podcasts and stuff. So, yeah, it kind of really did spark me wanting to start it again. And as I said before, it's something that I really want to do and I think I'm ready to be committed to. Especially because... Uh, well, one of the problems with the anime podcast was last year, my job was just crazy. Like, I did teaching at a school, so it was just, you know, a full-time job and a very big commitment and very exhausting. So it was hard to find the time to do the podcast, but I have a lot more free time now. So I think I think it can happen. Because, because I, um, because, because when, because when, uh, when when I was trying to start this podcast, like you were actually one of the first people I wanted on the podcast because I remember your videos when I was growing up, and Aww, and I that's was, so nice. And I was like, I like I, I was looking for my YouTube subscriptions, and I was looking just at my YouTube stuff, and I was just like, Kira the Hedgehog. I was like, crap, I remember her. <laughs> so I was like, and so I, so I went back to watch the old videos I used to watch from you when you were living back in Virginia in your house, just saying, oh, mm-hmm. I want to do this, 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 and this. And, yeah, and I was like, I was like, like, I want her, like, I want her on my podcast, man. And so, like, I try, I, I wanted you on my podcast more than you wanted to do podcasting. 
<laughs> well, that's crazy because I, sometimes I look at my old videos, like my old video game videos, and I'm like, who would want me on their podcast? <laughs> I don't get it, but I'm very happy to be able to to be on Cyber Time by that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, because because like because I was like I was like, man, she like like she, her videos were amazing. I liked her content. You know, like she was a Sonic fan. I'm a Sonic fan, <laughs> and so. Well, I, I recently uploaded a new video to that channel. I don't know if you noticed, but well, I say new, it was about two months ago. But before that, I hadn't uploaded for like a year. Um, I did like a Sonic the Hedgehog t-shirt thing. Yeah. So that was that was so crazy, though. I just can't believe I had uploaded to the Cure the Hedgehog channel. It had been so long. And then I did. And some of the people were like, what? Whoa, what the heck? You're not dead? I'm like, I'm not dead. I have another channel. I do the Japan thing. See, but a lot of the the people who watch the Sonic content, they're not into the Japan content, uh, which is totally fine. I mean, that's two completely different audiences, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, Ginger Gaiden's the Japan stuff and Kira the Hedgehog's the Sonic stuff, right? Right. Or video game stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. What, like... We we should me and you some um since this whole quarantine thing's going on me and you should one day um when we get time to do it we should like make a a live stream and just raise money for a cure for this COVID. Like, yeah, like, you know that's been doing so well on Twitch recently. Like, there's been a lot of gamers that's been you know raising relief funds for it. That's really cool. We I feel I feel like we could do something like that with like like we can like. I don't know if you're a Tekken fan, but like we can we can freaking like do like Sonic and Tekken and a bunch of we they can... they can watch me do really bad at Tekken, but that that might be entertaining. You can just kick my butt at Tekken. That might be the most entertaining thing ever. <laughs> that might work. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a do you have PS do you have Tekken Seven for the PS4? <laughs> I don't, dude. I don't even have a PS4, man. <laughs> then. I... So I'm waiting for the PS5 though. PS5 is definitely on my radar, probably for a first day pickup. Yeah, that's that's coming out next year, isn't it? Well, you know, we don't really know because I know that um, I mean, Sony's only uh, revealed like the computer and spec or not the computer, the controller and the specs and stuff. And then they weren't even supposed to be at E3 this year. I'm sure they were they were going to have some kind of separate um conference or something i'm sure their plans have completely gotten shattered due to coronavirus not only at sony of america but sony of japan and uh you know i was thinking it's got to come out holiday season right i mean they've always come out in november it's good for sales and whatnot but i don't know i don't know if it will i mean the the, the virus could really mess up the playstation 5's release plans <laughs> I mean, like people are saying, like there won't be. I, they they usually release a wrestling game every year under the because Two K Sports releases the WWE game every year. And people are saying there isn't going to be a WWE Two K Twenty One this year because of this. That's crazy. I never would have thought. I never would have thought stuff like that would be affected. Well, I mean, like you you got like we as we know. I mean, like people in the work offices are not even in the office right now. They're either at home or they're mm, laid yeah. off, which really sucks. Right. So, I mean, much you can do at home. I mean, I guess you could do a lot of your job at home on a computer, but still, I mean, there's got to be some kind of limitation, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, like, it's just... If there isn't a Dota 2K21 this year, I mean, I'll be like, okay, yeah, but it's going to feel weird because it's going to feel like... It's going to go like, Dota 2K20, 2K22. It's going to feel weird. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> my bro my my younger brother's really into those games. I wonder if he knows that. Or did you used to watch it with him? Oh, I didn't know you even had a brother. Did you used to watch the wrestling with him when he was growing up? Uh he yeah, a little bit. Um he's a lot younger than me. He's eight years younger than I am. And he's really got into wrestling and WWE and stuff like after I had already gone to college. So you know, every time I came home, I'd watch it with him, but I don't know anything about it at all. Like, it's just something that's sometimes on the TV, and I don't I don't understand whatever is going on. But it's been on the TV at my house. That much I can tell you. I feel I feel like um I feel like every time you walked in on the room when he was watching wrestling, and then it's like like you're, you're like you're wearing all your Sonic stuff, and you're 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 being all nerdy and all that stuff, and then you walk into the room where your brother's watching wrestling, and then all the, you get all confused because you went you go in there to watch something else, but then you realize he's in there watching that. You open the door, and then all of a sudden the the Wii shot music starts playing, and then the and then the the weird the awkward stares start. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, I could see it. Or I can even see that in Japan right now, where like you have all the you have all the nerd all the nerdy gamers in Japan. Uh, you just play that, and then they're like, "Oh my god, they're bowing down because they love it so much." Yep, <laughs> I can see it. What, like, what? I mean, like, um, is is all those animes that we talked about the first time the still the popular animes in Japan right now, or has it changed since then? I feel like it's completely changed. You know, I don't know what we talked about. I can't remember what specifically what specific series we talked about last time, but um, I know we didn't talk about Demon Slayer, um, also known as Kinetsu no Yaiba, because that has exploded not only in Japan but also the U.S. I mean, around the world, it has exploded. Um, but Demon Slayer came out last summer, and. Uh, my students love that show. Uh, my uh, any uh, love like my Japanese friends, they all love that show. I've been to several uh, anime and manga events in Japan, and it's all Kimetsu no Yaiba, Demon Slayer stuff. You can see it everywhere. Like you see it at the grocery store. You see it on. I see it on Japanese Twitter every day. I mean, it's it's the biggest show right now. I think probably followed by. My Hero Academia. Those are the two big ones right now. In Japan, not only in America, but see, America and Japan have a lot more common in anime than I think people think. Japan has likes in certain anime, like Detective Conan. That's not very popular in the US. Mm -hmm. um, but mostly, like, what's popular in Japan is pretty popular in the US, I think. Yeah, because My Hero... I I see so much My Hero here in the U.S. that like, they're like people are telling me like it's good. Like like when I tell them like I have I only seen episode one, which I which is true. I only seen episode one so far. But but when people but when I tell people that they they say like I understand. But watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's you know I I say it's it's not for everyone. I mean it is for people who are into shonen anime and who can watch long series and. Fortunately, I I grew up on Naruto, so I love 
you know, I do love shonen to its core. And My Hero Academia, it does a lot of things right in terms of the shonen formula and its pacing. And uh, it's a good show. It's And I like that they only release a certain amount of episodes at a time. Like, season one was 12 episodes, and then they've released, like, 24 episodes each time, like, for season two, three, and four. So it's not like they're... Th- I can't stand when Shonen is, like, throwing an episode at you every week. And so by the end of the year, you have 50 episodes you have to watch. I would much rather it be only, like, 24 episodes out a year, because then I feel like I can catch up. Yeah, I'm not a binger. I'm not an anime binger, so I can't... I watch a lot of anime, but... I just can't sit and binge stuff. And sometimes the shonen or a long series, we got to do that. No, because because to be honest, when I when I first, you know, found out about your YouTube channel and figured out about you, I was just like, like, like I know, like when I first known you, I only thought that you were like in the Sonic bubble. Like there's the Sonic mm-hmm. bubble, and then there's like everything else. But then when yeah. I got to know you, I was like, oh, you're you're so you're like you're more than the Sonic bubble. It's you're like anime convention you're just like all out nerd and i love it (laughs) yeah i mean i it's the range dude like i you know i started with sonic the hedgehog um as a kid that was kind of my first jump into video games and then from there um i just slowly started to get more interested in anime and here i am now (laughs) i uh i i i like i mean like I like My Hero Academia. I mean, I had the first video game, My Hero One Justice One. I didn't get. I don't have two yet, but mm, yeah. Have you played it? I haven't. Like, I keep seeing it for the Switch. I really want it. I have it. Yeah, I have it for. Uh, I have it, yeah for Switch. I don't have. They have it for. It's on PS4 and on Xbox as well. But I have it for the Switch. Yeah, I'm thinking about picking it up for the Switch at some time. Not sure when. Yeah, you can get it on, um, if you don't want to go to the actual store and leave your house to get it, you know, it's on the eShop. That's true. I could always get it there. I, I'm more of a physical copying kind of person, but some stuff I'll, I'll get on the digital, uh, on the eShop. So, uh, uh, speaking of Sonic, the movie. <laughs> oh, here's the funny thing about the Sonic movie is I have not seen it yet. Um... The reason why is because it it was it was supposed to come in Japan out in Japan later. Like in the U.S., it came out like on February fourteenth or fifteenth, right? Yeah, I believe so. Japan. It was supposed to come out early March. Um, coronavirus started getting bad. They started canceling. Uh, they started canceling kids' movies at movie theaters and so obviously Sonic the Hedgehog fell under that. So they delayed it until further notice. So now it never came out in Japan. Yuji Naka, creator of Sonic himself, has not been able to see the movie because obviously he lives in Japan. So like the movie is out on streaming services, but it had like never came out in Japan. Isn't that wild? Like the place where Sonic the Hedgehog was created. Yeah, Can't like- even watch the movie. Yeah, like like the creator himself, you know, can't even watch his can't even watch his own movie right. because it's just like, like you live in Japan, like like he, they should give him like he should get like exclusive copy or an exclusive viewing in his own apartment of his own movie. Yeah, 
And I don't, I still don't think he's seen it because he hasn't posted anything saying that he's seen it. And I remember when Japan first delayed all the kids' movies, he mentioned that he was, you know, a little bummed because he'd have to wait to see Sonic. Because, like, even though he's the creator of Sonic, he, I don't think he doesn't like own the rights to Sonic that jug anymore. Um, especially because he's not with Sega or everything. He's kind of like retired. So, like, he doesn't really get a say. So he's just like another guy. He has to just go like normal to go see it. So you know, I'm sure he hasn't seen it yet. I uh, I have I haven't even seen it yet because I because yes, it came out in the U.S. before the whole quarantine hit. But I just didn't have because of how because of before I was working like so many hours and all that stuff, and I didn't really have anyone in my friends who I wanted to go see it with didn't have the time to go see it with me. The whole mm. we never I never got to see it, and so when the quarantine hit. I was just like, well, now I'm never going to get to see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm at the point where I might just have to see it on a streaming service or see it when it comes out on video or something. I mean, like, they're already playing a sequel with Tails in it. Like, they're already talking about that. Yeah, I, I saw that. Like, I'm basically, I don't know much about the movie, but I did see the Tails part. I would have liked to be surprised for that. But, of course, you... When you're on Twitter, you can't avoid those kinds of things. I mean, I mean, like it, it's funny how the first one didn't have tails in it, and just like in the video game, tails didn't come in until the second game. Yeah, I love that. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like a Easter egg. Yeah, I've heard there's lots of Easter eggs in the in the movie. Like I've heard that there's like the Akenda tribes, and that's such an Easter egg to the Sonic Adventure, my favorite Sonic game. I'm just really, I'm really excited to see it. I was very apprehensive about the movie. I've still never seen any of the trailers. I don't even know what Sonic sounds like. Well, I remember. I just, I'm going into a blind. I remember you not wanting this. I remember you, when, I remember on social media when, when the Sonic movie first came out, like not out in the theaters, but like when they were teasing to it and before they shut down and started remaking it, um, that, is that when they had the old Sonic model, you were like, nope, not seeing it. Like, Sonic does not look right. I do not like it. Not not even going to waste my eyeballs on the trailer. And, yeah. And, and then, like... That was... <laughs> what's that? Exactly how I felt. Yeah, and then, and then, and then, like... And then, you know, the new one comes out, and you still didn't watch it. So now, so now you're actually going in completely blind. <laughs> I really am, dude. Like, I just, I didn't want to have any expectations going in. And I mean, I do now, especially because I, I know a little bit about the movie, but I'm still trying to be a blank slate going in, you know? Yeah. Have, have you at least seen Eggman in the movie yet? I have. I see, I've seen what Jim Carrey looks like. I think he looks great. You know, I I will say I was a little bit worried about the casting, but one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid is Batman Forever. And, um... Uh, Jim Carrey plays the Riddler in the movie, and he does such a good job. I think he does villain characters amazingly. So when I thought about how much I loved him as the Riddler in Batman, I was like, yeah, he'll be a great Eggman. I kind of changed my mind on it. Yeah, because, um, because okay, one, Batman Forever, the game, everyone hated, but I like it because I grew up on it, so... Um, I've never played the game, but see, I thought everyone hated Batman Forever the movie. I love, you know, I love all the Batman movies. I don't really think any of them are bad. A lot of people think certain ones are bad, but 
they're just nostalgic to me, so I like them all. So, oh, so you like you know, like the Dark Knight Rises and all that stuff? Yeah, honestly, I do. I like all those movies. Did you? I'm I'm guessing you watched like Under the Red Hood and in the animated series and all that too. I never really watched any of the animated series. I watched a little bit of Batman Beyond growing up because I liked its art style, but I never really watched a lot of the Batman cartoons. Mostly just the movies. Yeah, because everyone everyone. So it's like, oh, you like Batman the Animated Series, so good, you have to watch it. I always hear that too. And like the weird thing is is I'm not like obsessed with superheroes or DC Marvel stuff. Um but I think it's just like the the Batman movies are just nostalgic to me. And I I think that's why I like them. Other than that, I'm not I'm not a comic reader. I'm not, I don't keep up, I don't even keep up with, like, the DC movies or anything. Well, I mean... I haven't seen almost any of the new DC movies. Is there really a Marvel DC following in Japan? Because I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Like, Marvel is just as big here as it is in the US. In fact, one of my coworkers, he is obsessed with Marvel. Um, he He wants to, like, go visit New York City where some movies have been shot and a lot of other big cities in the U.S. Of course, he, he's Japanese, so he's only been to the U.S. once. But he um, he wants to like go to all these places that he's seen in superhero movies, and he loves Spider-Man, and he goes to all of the Marvel movies at midnight to watch them. Mm-hmm. It's got a huge following, and, and there's pop-up shops for Marvel all over Tokyo. It's really big. I mean, I mean like... um. I gotta ask though. I mean, like on top of that, it's like I know that you live in Japan, so I'm guessing everyone speaks Japanese. They speak their native tongue in their own country, but like, mm-hmm. but like, is your English really good too? So it's easy for you to communicate with people now because you've been there for a long time now. So I'm guessing that you you learned a little bit of the language by that time, and like you know, and yeah. Um. Well, I remember. I think I mentioned this in. Uh, the last episode we did together, but I did pass the JLPT, the Japanese language proficiency test. So um, the very low level though. So I'm a very low level. I could probably read at a second grade level. Comprehension would be a little hard, but I can read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, sometimes... I- I realized how hard of a language English is, honestly. Um, There's so much slang and so much stuff that's understood. And English is very wordy. It's a very wordy language. So I've met people who are English teachers, who are Japanese people, Japanese speakers, who are also English teachers. But they still struggle every day with English. So... um, yeah, like sometimes it was hard to understand exactly what my coworkers wanted because their English just wasn't good enough to really tell me what they wanted. So it's a co- it, yeah, it was a constant struggle. But um, yeah, I would say I, I've been a little bit surprised how little English there was, especially in northern Japan. I think a lot more people. The closer you get to Tokyo, I think a lot more people know English because there's more opportunities, more schools to learn English. Um, but yeah. But uh, but all your Japan friends are pretty are pretty good English, so they can communicate with you easier, right? Um, so I have this one friend who I met 
at I went to see Paramore in Tokyo. And she she's a big Paramore fan. Um, she knows English really well because she tweets in English, and she but uh, she listens to a lot of American bands. She's into a lot of foreign well to her foreign bands. Um, she's learned a lot of English through music, so her English is r- really really good. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the people I meet at conventions, uh, they don't know English very well. I can I can only imagine if. If like Cyber Time Bite got so big that it got to Japan, they and and like you start seeing like advertisements for my podcast like in Japan somewhere, I can I can only imagine like I, I would feel so bad that people are learning English from my podcast because I, it's not like I'm not a bad role model and I'm saying all these bad things which I'm not which I never did on my podcast. But I'm talking about from the people I had on, <laughs> they did, they would just be they would just be like like. Like what? Like what's a homestuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's like a lot of people do that. I hear that li- listening to podcasts are su- is such a good tool for language learning because it's it's a natural conversation instead of w- watching acting. You know, a lot of people try to learn languages through watching dramas and music, but that's all acting. Podcasts are so real and such real conversations and natural that. It's, it's honestly the best tool for learning. And I try to listen to Japanese podcasts, but it's still really hard. Hey, it's fine. I mean, like, I mean, like it, it's a, it's just a, it's just a really big learning curve and you're just trying to get around that curve the best you can. You're trying to make that four wheel turn, but that four wheel turn is a little hard right now. Yeah. It, yeah. And I'm not the most academic person. I was never really good in school. I was like a C student. So, uh, studying and languages is hard for me personally, whereas for other people, it would probably be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But I'm just taking it a step at a day. Like, I really try hard not to compare my Japanese skills to other people's because there's no point in that, you know, that would only make me feel bad about myself and I'm not trying to do that or anything. So, yeah, just one day at a time, one lesson at a time, you know? Yeah, you're doing your best, though. I feel like you're you're doing... Doing uh, the best you can. Well, recently I have not. I have not studied in like a month, to be honest. But I've been so busy with moving um, that I just haven't had the time to study recently. I um, I, I actually had. A, I know that you live in Japan and China. Chinese food is different from like Japanese food, but like, mm. but uh, you know how in anime, how how they have that wooden thing and they take the thing off and it's like those little white rolls and there's like meat inside of them or whatever oh the meat buns yeah the meat buns i actually had actually from china technically but japan made them pretty popular yeah i i had a real one like a few days ago they're good they're so good it 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 was weird because it it was like barbecue pork inside a bun and it's (laughs) it's like it was weird i never had this i never had that way before well, I here. I'll give you a recommendation. If you're ever, if you ever come to Japan, um, go to Yokohama. It's like south of Tokyo, so it's easy to get to if you're in the Tokyo area. Go to Chinatown. Chinatown's in in Yokohama. You can find the best steamed meat buns, it, probably in the world. Mm-hmm. They're really good. They have like ones with pork in them. My favorite ones are the um, they have. Well, they, they call it ebichiri, but it's like, what is it? Oh, man, what's the English word? 
What? Oh, shrimp. It's like chili sauce with shrimp. They're so good. Um, I no, speak, no speaking of uh, Chinatown and stuff like that. Um, no, on on the same subject, my, I actually have a friend who goes by Serpent's Breakdown on Instagram, who is actually mm-hmm. planning on coming to Japan and opening up a business called Two D uh, Tokyo Two D City. <laughs> what is that? She well, what she told me it is is that it's basically a like, you know, a place where you can like it has like it will have like panel rooms to do panels and it'd be like an anime like there'd be like an anime theater where you can like pay this much to there, there, we did a whole episode on it you I, I can send you a link so you can listen to it but like but like yeah please do but she she has like this whole idea planned out because she's in college right now for her business degree and when she gets that all done then she's gonna come over to japan and start up her own little 2d city in tokyo <laughs> that would that would do well the weirdest stuff does well in Tokyo. Like my podcast and the spork. Oh, I'm pretty sure everyone in Japan would love the spork. Just the spork. Yeah, like, 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 like my, like my, like my designs on a billboard in in Japan, and it's all in it's, it's. Oh, yeah. There you go. And it's like my design, but I said all my text on my shirt is in Japanese letters. <laughs> it's all aesthetic and stuff. Let me tell you, Tokyo is the most aesthetic place for advertisements. I can no, I know that. No, I know because so there you go. Because there's isn't there like neon and signs all over the place down there? Yeah, it's such a bright city, and there's there's like like darker, less advertisey places around. But my favorite, one of my favorite places is Akihabara, and I love how they put the big posters on the buildings and how they light up different things. It's just really cool. Yeah, because you you go around, you go like you travel around a lot around Japan. Like you go to like the different prefectures and different train stations and all that stuff, and you post yeah. photos of it like all the time. Do you just like have you just you just do that on your off time? You just like going to the different areas of Japan and taking photos. Yeah. Um. So the last time I went to a big area was, or my last big trip was to Hokkaido, which is the 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 big northern island of Japan. And uh, they ha- I went to the snow festival for that. And I really just took, um, I took like two days off of work. And so I took a four day trip there. So uh, that's the fun thing is that Japan is a, a small country in terms of size. So it doesn't take too long to get everywhere. Um, so you can take like a four day trip somewhere. And I, personally, I think that you can do a lot of stuff in four days, especially in one city. Like if you ever wanted to go to Sapporo, Hokkaido, for the snow festival, honestly, you'd only need two days to do everything. Wow, that's well, that's a that's just a regular weekend. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like take that's why a lot of people will just either take a Friday off or a Monday off, and they'll go take a trip somewhere. Well, I was supposed to, my next trip was supposed to be Osaka, which I've been to before, but I was gonna go again, but with the coronavirus, I, no one is going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think that, I don't think the police, I don't think the the Japanese police is gonna let let you uh, let you go anywhere right now. Not at all. I mean, a lot of they've um, reduced trains too, um, which there's no one on the trains anyway. But yeah, it's just not good to go anywhere right now. Things are closed, and you just never know. I mean, anyone can catch the virus. I mean, I know that it sounds like percentage wise, like your chances of getting it percentage wise are very low, but. Still, you just, you know, you never know who can get it. 
Yeah. I mean, like, do you, I'm guessing, I'm guessing you're going to wear a mask and stuff today, right? Yeah, I've been wearing a mask just about every time I go out. It, do you have a special mask or is it just a regular mask? Like, does it, like, is it an anime mask or something? <laughs> no, it's just one of the regular, um, like, surgical masks. Um, back in February, uh, I bought a lot of them. Because February was when they were starting to sell out, and now you really can't get them anywhere. But the government is handing them out to teachers and uh, workers, some workers and stuff. So some people still have them, but they're hard. You can't just go to a store and buy them. Yeah, because I, uh, I have a, ma- I have a, uh, I don't know if this is otaku or not, I don't know, but I have a wolf mask. It's like a blue mm. wolf, <laughs> and. And it and it's just like you know I haven't used it yet because I hadn't had to leave my house yet because I've been lot I've been cooped in the house for almost two weeks so I mean I uh, I just have a little mask for right now so it, just in case I ever had to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, I recommend it because um, there's been some studies on like how far germs spread even when you're just talking or breathing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's good to wear a mask to protect people. Yeah, just like, just like, don't just like, don't go, don't go heaving. <laughs> yeah, for real. And like, you know, cover, it's just, it's a lot of this is common sense stuff, covering your mouth, washing your hands. I mean, I'm just amazed of some of the stuff that people don't do on a regular basis. I'm like, no wonder so many people get the flu every year. I mean, we just spread it around like we don't care. Yeah, like, like, like during this time of crisis, people are saying, people are trying to say, Stay home. Don't go anywhere. And people are not staying home and still going somewhere. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't imagine like going to the beach in the middle of a pandemic. You have to be some kind of crazy to just be like, oh, there's a pandemic going on like worldwide. I'm going to go to the beach. W- why would you do that? Have, have you? I, I know you don't live in the States and don't really get our news, but have you seen all the people going to like, you know, the beaches here in the U.S. just like, oh, quarantine going on? <laughs> Who cares? We're going to the beach. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the pictures from Florida. It was like crowded beaches. It's crazy. I, people are cra- People will do whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's not me. I, I just like, I, I, in that, no, in this time frame that I've been on quarantine, I, I beat yeah. Tekken, I beat Tekken 2, 3, 4, and 7's arcade mode because I could. Yeah. I've been had to catch up on my games too. I mean, luckily Animal Crossing came out. I that came out less than a month ago. I've sinked two hundred hours into it. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that, I'm pretty sure that game is saving you and your friends' lives and letting you at least hang out with your friends digitally. Oh, that's the best part about it. Like anything else aside, you can hang out with your friends. You can chat in the chat room. It's like you're really there with your friends. And. Well, that's just nice for me because I live in Japan and most of my friends live in the U.S. and I'm, like, away from them. And I actually bought one of my best friends uh, the game because I wanted them to play with me. And uh, we've been able to play and see each other, and that's been the best thing about the game. I, I, used, to, I used to play Animal Crossing, like, on the Wii. When the Wii version came out, I used to play that version a lot. Mm. But then, like... I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Like I just never got behind it at like. Because... Yeah, it's it, it's you know it's one of those things that it's like my hair academia. It's not it's not for everyone for sure. Um, some people would just be instantly bored. So I understand. I think for me it's very nostalgic. I've played Animal Crossing. My God, 
my first Animal Crossing game in 2005. Um, and I that was the game. Yeah, the, the and I played one. that so much as as a middle schooler. So honestly, one of my favorites. It's just very nostalgic. Oh yeah. Do you ever play F Zero uh, GX, the GameCube one? Never. Pl- no, actually, I have played the GameCube one, but that game is really hard. <laughs> all the F, um, all of those games are like so hard. Yeah. The um, the first one's really yeah. All yeah. You're you're not wrong there. The the first one's hard. The second one's hard. The third one's hard. Yeah. Like F Zero, I've only played. I think I've played like one of the ones for the SNES. And then I've played the GameCube one, and that's it. You didn't play and the N64 one? It's hard to get to level one. <laughs> I'm not great at video games. I'm not great at video games. But those games are hard. Yeah. Have you, have you, have you, on top of that, have you played uh, Mario Maker yet? Um, I have Mario Maker 1 for the Wii U. I don't have the second one yet. It's, it's pretty fun. I mean, you know, you're able to, like, you just choose what game you want to, you want to create a level from like, you know, the third game, Mario World, you know, all that. And you just, you just make your level and it's, people make a lot of meme meme levels, but like, I, I'm, I'm quite simple with it. Yeah, I, um, my, my husband's more into the game than I am. Cause I didn't, I'm not a big Mar. you know, I grew up on Sonic, not Mario. I was one of those people. Yeah. Um. But I think Mario. I think I'll pick up uh, Super Mario Maker Two at some point. It just seems like a game you gotta add to your collection just to have. No, I feel. No, I feel like. Oh, can you imagine if they had Sonic, Sonic Maker, and basically you make your own Sonic levels? You would have. That would be nuts. You would have a field day, and I would. And you would probably have loop after loop after loop after loop after loop. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Those are my favorite. Uh, speed pad after speed pad after speed pad. Tons of spikes. Why would you put tons of... You can of... just pick any enemy you want from any games. Crazy. What, um... I think I asked you this already in the pet, in the last episode, but... Did I, t- did I tell you... Did, did I ask you what your favorite Sonic game is? Yeah, you did. So, I think we talked about it because my favorite Sonic game... My favorite, like, retro, quote-unquote, retro versus, like, modern Sonic uh, game, I like Sonic R. And then after when he got his green eyes and got remade and stuff, uh, my favorite game is Sonic Adventure. Yeah, you like Sonic Adventure 1 and Sonic R. Yes. I'm surprised you like Sonic R because everyone hated that game. Yeah, no, I I feel you on that. Um, I have this theory that they just suck at the game. Cause um, <laughs> so I had Sonic R on the PC. I originally had it on the PC as a kid, and I didn't. You know, back when I was like five or six playing this game, I didn't get a PC controller. I played with the keyboard. I played Sonic R with the keyboard. Yeah. Sonic R, which is the game you know, has questionable controls. I played on the keyboard, and I got really good at it on the keyboard. So when the game re-released on GameCube and Sonic Gems Collection, and I could play with the GameCube controller, yeah, it was like, you know how a Naruto—I don't know if you watch Naruto—but you know how Naruto Rock Lee takes off his weights and he's so much faster. Yeah. that's what it felt like. It felt like I was taking off weights, and I—I uh, I just think other people are bad at the game. <laughs> Maybe that's why they don't like it. No, so 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 I you, love the game. 
Yeah, because because you because um you felt the sunshine and it never went away. <laughs> I I felt the sunshine. It brightened up my day and never looked back. I, I love no. I mean, I haven't played the game myself because I haven't had the opportunity to. I mean, I played the gems collection before, but that was like a long time ago. So I want to play Sonic. Yeah, Kart. it's it's another one of those. It's nostalgic for me. The soundtrack is so good. Oh, dude, do you know what we should do if we do that idea? Um, oh, we should just talk about it right now if we if we are even thinking about wanting to do it. But um, um, if so, can I? Is it okay if I bring it up? <laughs> Go for it. I'm okay with anything. So, um, me and Kira here, uh, if we if we decide to do it, we um, because of this whole pandemic going on right now in the world, we want to we want to try to help and give back a little bit, and maybe do like a we're thinking about maybe doing like a, a live stream sort of thing of like a for a COVID for COVID fund fundraising and save up money. So, so people can raise, so we can give money back to the COVID-19 uh, treatment. And the way that we're thinking about doing that is that we'll just pay a bunch of games that maybe we were good and not so good at. <laughs> and, and we're just going to, we're just going to screw up, but it's all for the entertainment of the fans. <laughs> he recommended Tekken and I'm like, I've never played Tekken in my life. And even if I had, I'd still be bad at it. I'm bad at all fighting games. So if you want to see me do real bad at Tekken... <laughs> this is the place. This is the place. <laughs> this is the place. And and no, we we should have like you know uh, we should do the Tekken thing, and then we should do like Sonic R for me because I never played Sonic R. So <laughs> I uh, I recommend it. I mean, I again, everyone that starts to play it who didn't play it as like a five year old kid would probably hate it, and understandably so. I'm I'm definitely willing to admit I'm just up in my nostalgia feels for it. I just can't I just can't believe I beat Sonic Spinball. I I, I grinded years into that game. Like years. that game is so hard. I never beat Sonic Spinball. Well here well here's the thing. I kind of cheated because I have the uh the, so <laughs> the Sonic Genesis collection for the Switch and it has a replay feature where you can press a button and it rewinds so you can mm, so you can yeah. redo your mistake. <laughs> and so there you go. So I beat it, but I cheated a little bit, but I beat it. <laughs> Look, in this day and age, if you gotta cheat on a video game, just cheat to get through it. Do you want me to spoil it for you, or do you want to beat it yourself? I, I already know the ending. Like, I, I've seen a, basically everything there is to see, like streams and let's plays of the game, so nothing you say would spoil it for me. Yeah, but it's hard. It was hard. Do, yeah. Me doing it myself was hard. <laughs> It's hard. Like, even the first level, I remember as a kid, I could never get through the first level. And then I ended up getting past that one, but I don't think I've ever beaten... I want to say I haven't gotten past the third level. I, um... Wait, wait. Now I'm trying to figure out I beat Sonic Spinball. I never thought that'd be the, that day would ever come, so now I'm just like, oh, what am I beat now? <laughs> Sonic R. <laughs> there you go. There we go. I, I never beat Sonic 1 or Sonic 2. Or even Sonic 3. I've oh. beat Sonic 2 and 3. Between you and me, this is my biggest secret. This is my biggest, darkest secret. Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Never beaten Sonic 1. You, I have never beaten it. You never did? As big of a Sonic fan I am, I mean, it's just like, that game was really hard. And I've never wanted... I want to go back and... I've just never... Ugh. 
Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 are so good to me. And I played Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 for years before I ever owned the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, kid. And I just don't like Sonic 1 as much. And I get, like, I think it's the Stardust, Stardust Speedway or something. And I just... I'm bad at that level. Do you know- and I just don't want to play it. I don't know. I've just never beaten the game. I've gotten close. I've just never beaten it all the way through. That's the hardest one, though, of the three. Yeah, but what really kills that game, though, is that it doesn't have the spin dash in it. Like, like you got you got to run, you got to run, and then go into it. Like you, like you can't just squat. You can't just squat down, press the button, and then go. Like, like you, like, like you got to run and then press the down button, and then he rolls up. Yeah. That that's what really kills it for me in that game. <laughs> all right, like that. That's really hard. Um. Yeah, that's the hardest thing about it, I think. Um, I just re- I just remember, Stardust Speedway is not even in the first one. That's in Sonic CD. Sonic CD what is, is the game. level that it... Sonic CD, I've beaten Sonic CD, but I don't like Sonic CD that much. That's, where, that's why I don't like Stardust Speedway. Stardust Speedway got remade in Sonic Mania, I think. Yeah, it did. I like it in Sonic Mania. But I've never been a big fan of that. I, everyone like that was everyone's favorite level from Sonic CD. I can't remember what level I get stuck at in Sonic One. But um, like CD, I'm not a big fan of either. I uh, uh, did you did you like the the flying battery zone level from my? Uh, I love flying battery zone for many reasons. I like it in Mania. I like it in Sonic and Knuckles. Um, I love the music. The music's really good. So yeah, I really like that level a lot. Yeah, the um, the, you you realize that I I've got I think we realized that like Sonic really broke the the grounds of gra- of graphic animation because because you know even back in the old Genesis days I'm not even talking about Sonic Mania I'm talking about like back in the Genesis days when you're on a spinny platform like that mm. was like the most 3D thing you got out of Sonic at the time was him just spinning on a little thing like that. Ah. I totally get that. And like, like, do you, like, I guess they were just trying to test the wires. Like, oh, this is what science gonna look like in the future. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, I always been a Sonic fanboy myself because I mean, Sonic is awesome. How can you not deny that? How can you deny that? Um. I think that you know, it's one of those things where everyone might not be into Sonic for the characters. But you've got to admit that, like, the gameplay is timeless. Like, the gameplay for at least two, three Sonic and Knuckles, anyone can play those games and have fun. Unless you're someone who has motion sickness. I know people who, like, as, like you mentioned with the graphics, like, I know that there are people who can't play Sonic because they suffer from motion sickness and everything is really fast. But other than that, like, anyone can pick up a Sonic game and have fun, I think. I, I feel like I had... Uh... Speaking of motion sickness, I feel like I had that for a little while. I mean, not when I was playing video games, but like, uh, you know how at, at the carnival they have the tilt a whirl thing. Yeah, so you get motion sickness on like rides and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, a little bit because what happened was is that um, what was this? I think it was like two years ago. I I went on the tilt a whirl. I used to go on all the time. It was like my favorite ride ever. But then when I went on it one year and I did it. And I was just like, I was having fun, and then all of a sudden, I feel something, and I'm like, oh, God, this is not good. And 
I, I, I closed the eyes for the rest of my ride for the rest of my ride on there. And, and I was like, I feel like I had the hurl. I had to get off and I felt like I had the hurl. And, Ugh. and then, and then smart. And then me was, was being Mr. Smarty pants to be like, let's do it again. <laughs> well, I've been really lucky not to have to deal with motion sickness. I get car sick sometimes, but other than that, I've never, I don't really get motion sick. I mean, like I, that's the, that's the closest the motion sickness I ever had. But like, if I play like, you mm. know, Sonic, it, I have no problem. Right. Um, so, uh, is there anything you want to ask me though? Just like out of curiosity, because I know it's, I'm just wondering. About, about anything? Yeah, about anything. Like, just like anything. Cause I don't think I ever gave you that opportunity the first time. And I felt um, bad. Well, I know that we were talking about, like, going to conventions and stuff, even though there's stuff canceled. I mean, do you have any plans for conventions this year? Yes, actually. <laughs> um, so, what? which ones were you planning on going to? I mean, whether or not they're going to be canceled or not. Well, since, since the convention I was supposed to go to next month, which was called the County Pop Culture Con, which, was, which is different from the Chicago Pop Culture Con, which that's canceled, too. So, oh yeah, that's not surprising. Well, no, the Chicago Pop Culture Con canceled because of the venue it usually does it at closed down, and so mm. they can't do it there anymore. But um, right. But the one next month that got canceled because of the virus. But my next can my next convention now is Anime Midwest, and that's only in July. So if so if it doesn't get canceled, um. I have I have two panels I'm doing. I'm doing the Cyber Time Mike panel, and I'm doing an Anime Family Feud. Ooh, that sounds fun! <laughs> and it's going to be that Homestuck. sounds fun. Yeah, it really is. I'm going to have Homestuck versus My Hero Academia in the first one. <laughs> That's really cool. That's going to be wild. I love the anime game shows, man. I miss panels. I miss cons. Cons in Japan aren't the same, so yeah. I really miss going to ones in America and seeing my friends and stuff anime game shows let's just look at your own country's game shows <laughs> <laughs> let's just take your own country's game shows and throw anime at it there yeah. we go but hey they're fun they're real fun yeah but they yeah but like they're japanese game shows are crazy <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh japanese game shows yeah i don't really i haven't really watched any of them but i've heard stories about how crazy they are like like there's like one where supposedly like there's like you press the games like a certain supposed to put your body in a certain position and go for the hole. <laughs> and I don't know how people do it, but it's possible. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen one, to be honest. I know that there's been panels about Japanese game shows, like showing off Japanese game shows, but I've never been to one. So I don't even know what kind of crazy stuff they have. Have um, But yeah, if you if you were to come here to into the States, I mean, I would have you like totally in my panel and I'd be like, yeah... I would love to, man. I miss panels so much. I really do. I was just talking to my best friends yesterday about like how I miss running panels. And if I can't come to the U.S. during the summer, I'll try to come during the winter. Because uh, during the winter is one of my favorite conventions, Ichiban Con. Mm -hmm. And I would try to do panels there. Ichiban Con is in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is really far away from you. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I miss running panels, but... I mean, I, I know that this COVID stuff is going on and the events might be canceled, but 
Maybe you could live stream your panels or something on on Twitch or something. Yeah, but the but the thing the thing is is that all my panels involve like in room involvement with people, and so like me doing like the oh, I see. Like like how yeah, like how am I gonna do Anime Family Feud with only me and in trying to get everyone else in the same call without like lag or internet issues? (laughs) That's true. That's very true. That is a real bummer. This like COVID is ruining everyone's plans and artists and vendors conventions cosplayers who who do this for a job like what are they supposed to do it's nuts it's it really it really is it really is crazy really yeah well i hope it gets better so that we can go back to our somewhat normal lives yeah like like i want like i want to go back to my con life i have friends i want to see yeah (laughs) Well, if I was in this, if I wasn't living in Japan right now, I'd be going crazy because cons. I mean, my my whole life revolved around doing panels for them and cosplays and going to see my friends, and that was such a big part of my life in the U.S. I don't know what I'd be doing if I was sitting at home in the U.S. right now with no cons to look forward to. Well, that would make me so upset. Now, if you're in the U.S. right now and this was going on, and you you wouldn't be able to even go visit your friends. You'd be locked in your home right now, just with nothing besides what you have. Yep, <laughs> exactly that. I feel like this is what the apocalypse feels like. <laughs> yeah, I think the whole world feels like that. Oh, oh, uh, I know, I know. We promised an hour, and I know you wanted to do an hour. But I want one last question. I want to ask, and if you have anything, yeah, you want to go ask. for it. And if there's anything that you want to. Any last thing you want to ask me, that's cool too. But um, uh, I know we were talking about the Neo Geo the last time, and I don't know if you've seen one since then. But um, but you know about the game King of the Monsters? I've never heard of it. It's basically a fighting. It's basically a fighting game with a lot of wrestling influence in it for some reason. But it, but like, but it's basically you—you you know how in Japan, how Godzilla is huge, and they have like mo- monsters are pretty much huge in Japan and all that. Um, yeah. It's basically a game made back in the '90s for the Neo Geo, where you're two giant monsters fighting. What? What? You're fighting each other, but you're also crushing buildings at the same time in Japan. Well, that kind of sounds like Rampage. Well, yeah, I mean, Rampage. Yeah, Rampage is more like you know your monsters destroying buildings, but in this game, like the like you like, you're you're like you're the monsters, and the and you're and while you're fighting, your feet are like just walking over the town. Oh, I see. Ah, okay. In Japan. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I think Osaka is one of the one of the places in the game. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, I, I recommend it if you're into mo- big monsters colliding into each other, but... <laughs> Maybe I'll check it out. I like anything with a Japan setting. I'm willing to give it a try. But yeah, any any, uh, any last um, any last things you would, you would like to ask me before we uh, had to wrap it up here? Um... Really? I think that I think the only question I would have, and I ask a lot of people this question because I'm always interested in the answer, is what anime have you been watching and enjoying lately? Uh, well, the last anime I started and finished was Yuri on Ice, and I loved and That was a good <laughs> anime. Yeah, Yuri on Ice is really good. But I, I, uh, I'm tr- but I'm really trying to get into into 
it's a my hero right now because everyone tells me to watch it and um you know i have all the time in the world i'm <laughs> i've been you know i've been just trying to like i've been honestly been playing a lot of tekken and and been uh and trying to i also want to watch beyblade I, I have a lot of stuff i want to watch beyblade's one of them because that's a great anime up on beyblade. i love beyblade <laughs> Beyblade's amazing. All 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 the seasons are released on DVD in America, at least. I don't know about Japan, but it's all they are all released on DVD so far. Sure, it's out here somewhere. Japan's Japan really likes their Beyblade too, so I'm sure they have it. But like, I I did a whole Beyblade tournament as well, which was really cool. Like, I filmed one and I have it on DVD. Um, I I should um I should if you want a copy of my. DVD for, uh, coverage of a Beyblade tournament. I can try to get it to you somehow. It'd probably be really expensive from US to Japan, but <laughs> that would be sick. Or if I'm in America, just Amer- just you can mail it to wherever I'm going to be in the US. Save some money. Yeah, and the best part is I can make I can make it pal. So it work in Europe. <laughs> there you, yeah, there you go. There you go. So there you go. It's all it's all sorted out then. Um, <laughs> Well, I want to thank you all for listening to, I can't believe I'm saying this, the episode 101 of Cyber Time Bite. I'm no, and I'm no Dalmatian. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're at the, I didn't even know you were at 101. I went on your YouTube the other day and I saw that you had uploaded like 90, episode 90. And I was like, wow, you're so far. Like, that's an accomplishment. Over 100 episodes. I can't even get two out. <laughs> No man, it's fine. I mean, like, 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 I, like I said before when we when we were starting this. I mean, like, I, I, I already pre-record. Like, I'm already pre-recorded all the episode ninety nine. I'm ready to go whenever they need to come out. <laughs> that, that's a big accomplishment. I, I, I just really love doing this podcast, and it means a lot. Um, yeah. So, uh, so if you guys want to follow me, I'm on Facebook at CyberTimeBite. I'm on Twitter. At Nostalgia Vamp, pick up my merchandise at redbubble.com under Crash Steven Gear, where even you know that the Spork is the most powerful of them all. Uh, Japan even knows. <laughs> I've never seen a Spork in Japan, but I believe you, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going to know. I'm going to make them know. <laughs> oh, okay. That's not like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> when, no, no, it's like, like, like. <laughs> No, that, that's the new monster movie. The, it, there's Godzilla and then there's Spork. Spork. <laughs> oh, man. Money's on Spork. <laughs> I love it. I swear I do. Take down. He's going to eat Godzilla for breakfast with a Spork. He, gonna yeah, happen. yeah, he's going to stab him and then scoop him up for his lunch. <laughs> One bite. Oh, yeah. All but he's gonna be like one of those mini one bite cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Oh man, how about you? Where can people where can people find you again? Um, so I'm pretty active on Twitter. You can find me at Kira Hedgehog K I I R A, then Hedgehog, and uh, my YouTube channel is Ginger Gaiden. And, uh, yeah, I just do stuff about my life in Japan, anime, gaming. I do a lot of, like, video game hunting uh, videos. And uh, I do have my Sonic the Hedgehog channel called Kira the Hedgehog, but I don't upload there much, so don't expect anything. 
Uh, and yeah, just follow me on my Twitter and that's where you can find me doing just the weird stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and then, uh, and then just to close it out, um, if you, well, we'll update you get I'll, I'll update on the cyber time by page to everyone who, well, by the time, by the time this gets uploaded, who knows if it's already going to be done or not. But, um, <laughs> but like, I'll, I'm just going to say it anyway, cause, uh, if, I'll, I'll update everyone obviously on um on the cyber time by page about the quarantine uh covid fundraising stream me and Kira will do and when we'll if we do that I'll update on the on the Facebook page and then you guys can be able to go check that out and that'd be awesome. Uh, it would be very sick. No, not that I just made a pun right there. That was a bad <laughs> pun. That would be awesome. <laughs> better <laughs> that's much better had to catch my mistake there <laughs> why am i like this <laughs> like why like why why me like this <laughs> like yeah coronavirus relief uh twitch screen let's do it that'd be sick it's like don't use that word <laughs> not okay <laughs> no did i give you did i give you like the stare <laughs> i feel like Gosh darn it, Kira! Why are you like this? Like, like, yeah, like, why, like, Kira? Why, like, why? You had one job. <laughs> you have one job. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, I hope all of you out there in podcaster land have yourself a very nice day. Yeah, uh, stay safe, guys. Take care. <laughs>